Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Okay, here we are on our little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm lying, Popeye's favorite food is fried chicken. That, oh, that is hysterical. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, it's her demo. She'd never heard of Popeye before. That ever, is hysterical. All she'd ever heard of was Popeye's fried chicken. I mean, <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me. It does. It, it, it does. I admit it does. I yeah. didn't even think about the Popeye's fried chicken. I was just like, how do you not know it's spinach? But, I mean, I guess... I'd... Oh, yeah. she go, chicken. What's Popeye's uh, favorite food? Yeah, chicken. I mean, no. that makes total sense to me. Totally. <laughs> I get it now, but I, I was just like, what? Yeah, she did, I, I didn't get it either in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Well, the don't worry. Like, now you two are together so. <laughs> well it, it was it was obvious it was spinach to us and that's why we didn't even think of chicken yeah i didn't even think mm-hmm. of popeye's fried yeah. chicken meat mm. oh, i never thought of that no then now i mean yeah now i get it I guess. yeah <laughs> oh hey now it's funny can you believe the people who were calling up this morning with those jobs oh my gosh it those was so cool, cool. i, I, was I mean jealous i know i was like wow you do that <laughs> I mean, somebody. I mean, just starting with the guy that does the photography of the of the action figures. Yeah, that is the coolest. So cool. And the way that he developed that job, and the way that he does it, is just amazing. Excuse me. Oh, bless you. Sneeze to the truth, as we say. Are you allergic to us? Hmm. I said, are you allergic to us? It could be. I, you know, I don't know. I think it's like allergic to something. There's so much dust in this control. It oh, could be God. anything. Uh-oh. I think I got a fingernail up there. So. Oh! <laughs> Somebody was clipping their fingernails in here, and we came in with a little clipped fingernails, finding them everywhere. so gross. That is gross. That is. Why is that the, like the grossest thing? What? Even your own fingernail clippings are yeah, just gross. Just, just like, gross. You don't even look at them. You just do it right over the trash can, so you just never have to touch them. Right. <laughs> I never thought of that. Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> Why can't you do that at home? Why you do you clip your fingernails yes. at home? Yeah. yeah, I think you should. If, yes. you, if you follow oh. uh, this Instagram like I do, called Passenger Shaming, you see people clipping their toenails on a plane. Yikes! It's not even like you know. Oh. Oh. Nasty. So bad. <laughs> so bad. Toenails are worse. Oh. So the, gross. So we had the guy that made the did uh, the, the, the photography. You know, think about it because he styles clothes too. Yeah, like just being able to make a product look really good. Yeah, that's a skill that is yeah. really marketable. Same and, with food when you have to take pictures of right. food. Remember what? Uh, yes, uh, uh, Serena yep. Wolf told us she she takes hours and days to just take the photos. But it was a hundred thousand for the photography of the food in yeah. her cookbook, and seventy five thousand to the food stylist to make it look good. Right. That's crazy. Wow. It's and insane. Don't they not always use real food in pictures and videos? Sometimes they use stuff that just looks like Wax. the food. You're right. Yeah, to actually make it glossier or make yeah. it brighter. Or, right. Yeah. And sometimes they take it and grease it up and make it even greasier and gross. Mm. Well, yeah, that's a, to gloss like it up, to make it shiny. Like burgers and to... stuff like that. But yeah. then the guy that makes the little uh, ac- the uh, animation... Uh, stop motion animation. Yeah, for... Stop motion animation for Robot Chicken. Yeah. The actual guy, he called us up. <laughs> and then and then the guy that's uh, you know one of the set builders on the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon show among many others. Yeah, wow, he listed he, off quite a few shows. Up. Then the guy that does all the plants on the uh, golf on the courses. golf courses. For all that's of California. crazy, man. And then the the harbor master. That's a cool job. The guy that parks the ships in Santa that's Monica really Bay. That's really cool. 
I mean, it's crazy. And we had a great uh, lady named Sherry who was an oncologist who specializes in, in you know, treating cancer patients and making them feel better. And she was trained at MIT. Wow. And I'm going, wow, there's some people listening to this radio yeah. station. Yeah, smart people. Yeah. And what are they doing listening to us? Dumb people. You know? <laughs> and here we are going, I don't know whether the queen can keep the baby or not. You know? and, and they're, <laughs> they're from MIT. And they're going, somebody from ships. MIT going, hey, that's interesting. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. We're, we are their lighthearted news that they don't have to worry about it being too intense. I suppose. Everything else is so intense right now. Everything. Well, that is true. Especially right now. It just keeps getting more intense. So You know, and, it's, and to be honest with you, I mean, it kind of gets to me a little bit sometimes, but not that much. It used to get to me a lot more than it does now. The intensity? Yeah, now I'm just going, I don't care. You know, it's like <laughs> I think it's... we're becoming a little numb to it because every other day something bad is happening or something, you know, sadly. Well, but... I, I think because after after years of watching all this stuff go on, you realize it never ends. There's always going to be something bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're waiting for things to be the way they ought to be, well, you got to you wait till you know Jesus comes back because that's when it's going to happen. Until then, it's always going to be something. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, it's uh, you just kind of like got to try to put it compartmentalize it a little bit. I think. If, yeah. if, I always I ask myself this: if you could do it all over again, mm-hmm. you had a chance to get a do over on your career or whatever, mm-hmm. what would you do? Hmm. Now that we've heard all these different kind of kinds of calls and. Hey, I still have that chance. Give me ideas. <laughs> well, well, what else would you like to do? Race car driver or figure skater. But I think both of those things, figure skater is a recent development because I was watching this show called Spinning Out. It's like do a dramatic. You, do, you, do you ice skate? I ice skate, yes. Yeah. As far as wow. twirling, no. <laughs> are you Are you a dancer too? Eh, not really. Yeah, I, I think, think you got to be both, right? Yeah, you have to be both. But that's because I think those skills, you're much better. You can learn them in adulthood, but you're much better and much more flexible when you and learn it as scared. a child. Right. And less scared to fall. I mean, I'm not that scared to fall, but... Well, Lisa, she may break a hip. I would not want to fall on that ice right <laughs> she may, now. She'd nope. break one of those expensive hips she bought. But, but in your younger years, if you wanted to do it over again. I would fall and be happy, but yeah. not now. I would not want yeah. to fall now. And then race car driving, I mean, that's just... You got to have someone who, like... Like a dad or, or you know mom who's already doing it, I feel like, and right. they bring you up in it. It's one mm-hmm. of those things too. But I thought those two oh, would interesting would have been so cool. <laughs> what else would you have done, Brandon? Air traffic controller. Oh, yeah, I know. It sounds wow. weird, right? But I think that's one of the not in Tehran. No, no. I'm sorry. Too soon. Not there. Too soon. I'm sorry. Not there. Too soon. No, no, no. Way I too think soon. that's a cool job. Pushing tin, you know, just sitting there looking at a screen, huh. directing. A but bunch you're of in control. In that's very you. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but that's a that's a high pressure gig, though, man. Because if you screw up, everybody knows. Everybody I've actually dies. I've actually kind of like it interests me so much that I was actually looking at it while we were in a low period. Uh huh. When I was at another station, yeah. When you, when you got banished to Riverside, yeah, and uh, you got to start on that real young, and you actually have to do like really? the flight tra- uh, training. You got to know all the. My sister-in-law tried to be a nine one one operator, but she was it was she was in oh, her forties, wow. and then she found out 
they don't they don't hire you that late in life. They ah. they, they they prioritize younger people. So. I would imagine because something like that or any of the jobs we're talking about require so much training that by right. the time they've spent all these right. you know months years training you, they don't yeah. want you to only work for five years. They want you to make a career like a twenty year career out of it. Yeah, yeah. So Lisa, what else would you have done? You know what I would have done? What a poodle groomer. Oh. <laughs> You, and you, but you weren't able to get past the state licensing. <laughs> you would have been an actor. Would you ever want to be an actress? I did that when I was but, little. But did you want to keep on doing nope, it? Nope, I certainly didn't. Why? I remember my last audition. I was seventeen years old, and I had been getting jobs every time I would go on an audition. I'd get the commercial. I'd get the sitcom. I'd get whatever I'd go on. Now I turn seventeen. I walk into a room, and there's fifty girls. That look like me in that room, mm-hmm. and I go, nope, no, I'm not doing that. That ain't happening. That right? ain't happening. And no. that was it. I said, I know I want to stay on TV. I know I want to do something in this business, but I'm not going to continue acting. Yeah, unfortunately, and, you left show business and started working with me. Well, no, I I then went to television and ah. uh, did hard copy mm. and uh, all those little stupid shows mm-hmm. that I did. Was there anything outside of showbiz that you ever wanted to do? Uh, I'm sure there must have been something. I do, I can't remember right now, but I do, there was something that I always said I wanted to do. Theoretical physicist? No. <laughs> no. no, what was it? A I, chef? You like to cook? I do like to cook, but no, no. wasn't that. It, but it was something that I used to say, if I didn't do that, I would do this. And now I can't remember. You can't remember what it was? Well, no. it must not have been that important. It'll pop up randomly one day when we're not talking. Yeah, about it. right. But that's what it was. <laughs> this subject is long. Over. Now I know what I wanted to do. See ya. <laughs> you? Oh, uh, yeah. would have been music. Yeah. I see that. I mean, yeah. And songwriting, and I actually had a couple of songs that could have been hits, but I just didn't want to do what I had to do to do that. That that's that was would have been a tough life. It's a it's a you know I was already married and I had the opportunity to like quit radio and go on the road with a record. But I just said, you know, that, that'll be the marriage right there. It was hard enough being married <laughs> without that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was I was watching Grey's Anatomy, and <laughs> there yeah. was like a line in it that said, Mar- or I don't know, if, yeah, pretty much saying marriage is like another job, you know? So you have to decide oh, sometimes is. between things because of it. I never thought about it like that, but you just described it in another way that kind of relates to that. Like you yeah. couldn't take one job because you wouldn't be able to like successfully do that job well you got to prioritize something yeah yeah you know and i worked a lot in radio like worked long long days and did a lot of stuff and moved a lot but you to, still were coming home yeah but i was still right. coming home and uh so we sacrificed a lot for the radio career but it would have been even more Worse for and more yeah yeah well you know the thing about music is that it's it's one of those uh things where everybody that i played with especially in those days would get up at three o'clock in the afternoon, smoke a big dube, yeah, you know, and then it's like try to get like I'm sure your dad went through the same thing. Oh yeah, for Just sure. Finding I, people to play with is incredibly challenging. Well, my my dad was that person, Reliable kind people. of. <laughs> and then my mom, my mom feels like he's he he's still a great guitar player, but he could have been much more successful if he didn't let that those things distract him at yeah. the time when he was in his prime. Well, that goes for so many people. I oh, can't yeah. even tell yeah. you. I mean, I had friends that didn't make it. They died at 17. Oh, yeah. The guy was a brilliant, it's Brian great. Davidson, brilliant guitar player, brilliant. I mean, could play Clapton. At the age of 17, he could play everything Clapton could play. 
and, and he died. And he died of a morphine overdose. He got a hold of some pharmaceutical morphine. He was just getting high on anything. See, back then it was like, and I'm sure your dad went through the same thing. It was a macho thing. How many drugs can you take and still maintain? That was the thing. Mm-hmm. And so they keep getting anything they could find. They take. I'm sure your brothers did the same thing, Brian. My brother, he, the way I, it's weird now. Now that he's older, he's calmed down and everything. He's settled down. The music career didn't take off, but at the height of his music career, with the album, two albums, touring with some pretty good bands, he talk. He comes and he'll talk to us about how great it was to be doing this and doing that. Meanwhile, he forgot the hell the family went through trying right. to support that right you know sending him money picking him up uh uh when he, when the band threw him out and all the other stuff that comes with it where he in his mind is like i had a great time i was touring the world it was like dude your family was going through hell taking care of you trying to get you right. home trying to yeah. you know wonder if you're okay and well your arms broke because you got in a fight with another band member or right. you know you, you lost all your money because so you didn't lock it up in a, in a sense i think my dad did the drug part was more experimental and mm-hmm. more the he was more into the psychedelics and didn't go too hard into the hard like he never yeah. did heroin or right. meth or things like that he told me that he remembers seeing people who did it and they like are never the same even years after they yeah. don't oh, do it yeah. anymore it's true you know and um we're doing podcasts and uh but um, but yeah, alcohol was really his downfall. Not really the other. I mean, the other stuff obviously they all tie together. So once you know one isn't good, none of them are good. Yeah. But it was the it was the era I think was even like higher. Everybody just had to be doing that. Everybody had to do it. In that scene, you felt so like okay, this is what I do if I'm there. And I would yeah. never do it with these guys. They'd be up all night tripping on acid, and I'd yeah. be with them straight. The, but then they had to friends. make an excuse for me to the everybody else because if you didn't get high back then, they thought you were narking them. <laughs> they, they they thought you'd narc them out, right? True. So they'd they'd say, oh, "Gary's on a natural high, man." <laughs> so like, <laughs> I've had I've had people tell people other people that about me. Like, oh, she's just she's on a life high. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like like that's an excuse for not getting high. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I love it. I love the mentality. Uh, so my music Monday. I thought we'd do like uh, the song that you always think you can sing along to. Because we've all got like certain songs that they come on and we go, I can sing that one. So we sing along to the radio with certain songs. Oh, man, I was singing along to one this morning on K-Earth. Now, I can't remember what song yeah. it was. And, uh, so we put them to the test. Well, we don't know oh, what God. we're giving. We we're giving away a bar of gold on Monday. Sure. In, in my imagination. <laughs> and and so it's going to be an amazing, amazing thing. No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the support. All right. We'll see you Monday.